0: In 2024, should you set massive goals or realistic goals? Welcome to the Best You Podcast. My name is Nick Carrier, and I'm an entrepreneur and fitness trainer who has coached over 500 people through my program, The 10 Week Transformation. As an athlete in high school, fitness was always just a part of my life. But when I no longer played sports, I had to learn how to more seamlessly integrate health and fitness into my everyday life. The Best You Podcast will make it so exercising and eating healthy isn't something that you try to do, it just becomes a part of who you are. What's up everybody, and welcome back to an episode of 10 WT Tips to finish off 2024, or really, or excuse me, to finish off 2023, heading into 2024. This is a time where so many people are talking about goal setting and so many of us including myself are wanting to set goals for next year. And there's kind of one part of the goal setting crowd that says you have to dream big, you have to set massive goals, you have to set goals that scare you. And then there's the other side of it that's like you have to set realistic goals, you have to set sustainable goals, you need to form habits and then you have to optimize them. So again, when it comes to goal setting, there are some people that say you have to set huge goals while some people say, You have to set realistic goals. And so who's right and who's wrong? Both of them. Both of them are right and both of them are wrong because... Goal setting is just not that simple to me. Goal setting needs so much more context. And today I've broken down four different things that we need to consider when we're setting goals in 2024 and how these things influence how big of goals that we should set and then how long of a time span we should set these goals over. So how you approach goal setting is based on four different things. Number one, your personality. Number two, the nature of the goal itself. Number three, your commitment level to the goal. And number four, the behaviors the goal requires in relationship to your identity. So I'm going to go through each of these four and explain to you through examples of how each of these four should influence the size of your goal. So let's start with how your personality influences your goal setting. Number one, like, are you somebody who is patient or not? Because most of us, I know me personally still need to work on patience. Luckily, I've gotten a whole lot better with my patience over the years, but a lot of us need to work on patience. And so when we're goal setting, you have to know yourself. You have to know whether or not you are going to be patient with the results that you want to attain or not. Because to achieve any kind of meaningful goal, the result is going to take time. Because unfortunately, actions and results are not always closely related in time and space. I mean, we can't expect to eat one healthy meal and lose three pounds. We can't expect to work out for one week and then look ripped when we look at ourselves in the mirror. So if you're impatient, then you need to create goals with shorter timelines. Therefore, you don't have to wait so terribly long in order to achieve that particular goal. So maybe your goals are more weekly based or maybe every other week based. And maybe if you're not that patient, then your goal shouldn't probably be that massive. It probably needs to be a little bit more realistic. Kind of along the same lines is, you have to understand yourself if you're somebody who is outcome focused or process focused. Like, do you rely on the outcome for motivation or do you get motivation from the execution of the process? Let's take example of a weight loss goal. A lot of people are way too outcome focused. Like if they don't see the number on the scale move within a week or two, then they're gonna feel defeated and they quit. Some people get motivation from the process. Like some people just feel proud of themselves after completing a tough workout. Some people feel proud of themselves after meal prepping for the week. So you have to know yourself, if you're outcome focused, well, first off, I would really encourage you to try to start shifting your mindset to one that is more process focused. But if you are outcome focused, then you need to make sure you set goals that are attainable. Because if you set goals that are massive and you are not achieving the outcome of your, or if you're not on pace to achieve the outcome at the pace that you believe you should be on, then you're gonna feel, dequ- feel defeated and you're gonna quit. So your level of patience and your ability to focus on the process over the outcome should influence the size of a goal and the time span over which to set this goal. So if you are less patient, I would encourage you to set more realistic goals over a shorter period of time. If you are more patient then you can set bigger goals over a longer period of time. And then if you're outcome focused, I would really encourage you to set more realistic goals and start to shift your mindset to one that is more process focused. And if you already are process focused, then you can set bigger loftier goals. So number one, know your personality. Number two, understand the nature of the goal. So let's look at two different goals. Goal number one, run a half marathon on March 28th in under two hours. Goal number two is lose 10 pounds by March 28th. These are both health and fitness goals. But let's start with the half marathon goal. Let's say that to prepare for this half marathon, you're going to be doing a whole lot more running than you're typically accustomed to. But let's say that you want to run this half marathon just so that you can say that you've run a half marathon. And let's say that after it's over, you plan to cut way back on your running. This means that you want your habits after March 28th to be different from your habits leading up to March 28th. Now let's take it to the weight loss goal. Let's say that to achieve this weight loss goal, you're wanting to cook dinner at home more often and you also want to cut out fast food during the week. And let's say that you want to start exercising four times a week compared to your current two times a week. And let's say that these couple of changes are changes that you want to build into your new lifestyle. This means that you want your habits after March 28th to be the same as the habits that you'll do leading up to March 28th. The difference between these two types of goals is that one is an accomplishment-based goal, while the other is a lifestyle-change-based goal. For an accomplishment-based goal like this half marathon, for example, you know your habits before and after the goal are going to be different, and you intend for them to be different. But for a lifestyle-change-based goal, you intend for your habits before and after the goal to be the same. So this should largely influence the size of your goal and therefore the strategy. I mean, generally speaking, if you're seeking a one-time accomplishment, then you don't need your strategy strategy to be sustainable sustainable because you don't intend to sustain it. And for that reason, you're able to actually set a bigger goal because you're going to have a more aggressive strategy. But with a lifestyle change, you need and you want your strategy to be more sustainable because you do intend to sustain it. And so for that reason, you might not want to set as big of a goal because you won't have as aggressive of a strategy. So again, ask yourself, is this an accomplishment-based goal or a lifestyle-change-based goal? If accomplishment-based, then you can set a loftier goal because you don't intend to sustain the strategy. If it's a lifestyle-change-based goal, you probably want to maybe a little bit of a smaller goal, a more realistic goal, because you do intend to sustain the strategy. So number two, is understand the nature of the goal. Number three, you have to understand your commitment level. Let's use an example goal of lose 10 pounds by March 28th. Let's say two different people have this same goal. I want to lose 10 pounds by March 28th. And let's say I ask both of these people the same question. And the question is, what is one thing you need to do in order to achieve this goal? And let's say both of them have the same answer. They both say, I need to drink less alcohol. And let's say I ask both of them, well, how much less? And let's say their, their responses are as follows. So person number one responds like this. I know I need to drink less, less alcohol in order to lose 10 pounds. But at this time of year, I know it's going to be really hard. I mean, I'm going to a Super Bowl party and I know there's going to be plenty of alcohol there. And then there's Valentine's Day and we'll probably go out and have a nice dinner and some drinks. And then I'm a big St. Patty's Day person. And so I'm going to have a lot of fun on that night. And so it's going to be hard to drink less, but I'm going to try. And then let's say person number two responds to that same question of how much less alcohol are you gonna drink? And they say, I know I need to drink less in order to lose 10 pounds. And to be honest, I am so sick and tired of looking and feeling this way, I'm ready to commit. I'm not gonna drink at all from Sunday to Thursday. I don't care what's going on, I don't care what work happy hours there are, I'm not gonna be drinking and that's final. I'm not gonna say no alcohol ever, so I will allow it on the weekends, but I'm gonna make sure I never drink more than three drinks on any Friday or Saturday. I'm committed to drinking less. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, obviously, as you can tell, person number one has a very different commitment level than person number two. I'm not saying that one person is a bad person and one person is a good person, but what I am saying is that their goals should not be the same. Our goals should be correlated with our commitment level. So if our commitment level to change is high, then we can set much loftier goals. If our commitment level to change is low or not as high, then we need to set much more realistic goals. So when you're setting your goals this year, understand what level of commitment you are currently at to the process, to making the change of the process. And fourth and finally, a factor that influences your goal setting is the behaviors the goal requires in relationship to your identity. Now, this one's a little bit more complicated. Again, let me break it down using the same example goal of lose 10 pounds by March 28th. And again, let's say that Two different people have the same exact goal and I ask both of them the same question of, how do you feel about your chances to achieve this goal? And let's say their responses are as follows. Person number one, I've tried to lose weight in the past and it's been so hard. I've just always weighed this much and I can't ever seem to break this plateau. I would love to be able to lose weight, but the same things keep getting in the way. I do well eating during the week, but then I screw it all up on the weekend. I do well with my fitness, but over time I usually get bored and stop being consistent. I know what I need to do, but I just really struggle to do it and I hope this time's different. And then person number two responds to that same question of, I've tried to lose weight in the past and it's been so hard, but this time it's going to be different. I'm ready to stop being the person who makes excuses. I'm ready to create a new identity for myself and a new lifestyle for myself. Eating fast food and pizza on the weekends honestly doesn't do it for me anymore. I'm ready to make different decisions. My past decisions no longer align with my values moving forward and this time it will be different again, hopefully pretty apparent to you that person number one is still stuck in their old identity. They believe that their future is probably gonna look the same as their past. And look, achieving this weight loss goal is probably gonna require them to stop eating like crap on the weekends and to stay consistent with their fitness routine. But this person's identity is someone who still struggles to do with these two things and they believe they still struggle to do these two things. But person number two is different. They're ready to step into an upgraded version of themselves. Person number two has new values in life and is ready to change their habits in alignment with those new values. They're ready to break free from their past self. So again, I hope you can tell that number one is stuck in their old identity while number two is ready for something different. And again, I'm not saying that person one is bad and person two is good. Both of them exist in the world and they should both set goals, but they should know that they should not set the same goal. They should keep this in mind when setting their goals and person number one obviously should be working on their mindset towards this goal. So our goals should be correlated with our identity. If our identity is ready to change, we can set much loftier goals. If we're stuck in our old identity, it's gonna take some time to break free from that. It's gonna take some mind shift, mind shift changes. So we need to be setting much more realistic goals if that's the case. In conclusion, this gives you a great overview of some different factors that really should influence your goal setting but it still inevitably falls short of some different contextual situations. So when people say you should set huge goals, the right way to say it is, yes, some people should set huge goals sometimes. And yes, some people sometimes should set realistic goals. It's not black or white. It's not this or that. It's always, it depends. Having coached over 500 people in the 10-week transformation, these are four crucial factors to keep in mind when setting your 2024 goals, especially your health and fitness goals. You got to understand your personality. You have to understand the nature of the goal. You have to evaluate your commitment level, and you have to evaluate the behaviors that the goal requires in relationship to your current identity. Look, goal setting is not something to be done quickly and taken lightly. So many people just throw out a random goal at the beginning of a calendar year because they feel like they should be setting goals because everybody's talking about it and their friends and family are doing it. It's like, no, don't rush the goal setting process. Evaluate these four factors that should influence the goal setting process. It takes time to set the right goal that is most impactful for you. Best of luck in 2024 on all of your goals. If you'd like assistance in achieving your health and fitness goals, then join the 10 Week Transformation starting January 22nd. We're going to keep all of these factors in mind so you have the goal that is the right fit for you. Again, you can join January 22nd until March 28th, the 10 Week Transformation. You can go to nickcarrier.com 10WT. I will make sure you get the goal setting process right so that it is lofty if that is appropriate given your current state of personality, nature of the goal, commitment level, and the behavior of the goal and relationship to your identity. And I'll make sure the goal is more realistic if you're not quite there in some of those different components of this. So nickcarrier.com slash 10wt to get you right to start off 2024. Other than that, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you watching. Make sure you like and follow the podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube if you're watching there. Other than that, have a great rest of your week and let's finish 2023 strong and set the right goals and absolutely destroy 2024. I'll talk with y'all soon.